All right. Get this thing on the road there. Oh, TP. Been a while on on Phil. You know what? This is how we do this. I'm here. I just was muted. Okay. All right. So, you know what? Let's go ahead and, and start this thing off right. We don't like to start it that way no more. We like to start it this way. Ladies and gentlemen, it's another one. Gathering the Old Men Podcast. Three men strong. One baby next up. It's your boys. Myself, Troy. TP, Marlo, come to bring you the good news. Boy, I'm telling you, boy, TP, it feel good to see the baby. I'm telling you, it feel good to see the baby. Not so good that I don't want another one, but it feel good to see the baby. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, I'm going to start with a little heavy one. I know um, we don't know how to start heavy. But last week, the Brothers of Kappa Alpha Psi um, Fraternity Incorporated had their national convention in Tampa um, amidst all that's going on with the boycotting of our current governor based on his idiot moves. I want to thank those brothers for actually coming down. They even took time out to go to Tallahassee and protest the policies that have been put in place. Um, that being said, it was it was a good week. Um, local black businesses were able to take advantage of them being here, which is what it's all about. I say it all the time. I understand the boycotting and the using the dollars as a a a, a, a stick, but there's also other people who get affected by said boycott, and sometimes the people. You're boycotting. There are other people that inadvertently become collateral damage. So again, I want to thank those brothers for actually coming down. Great week, good for my business. So, you know, hats off to them. Um, I know Molo is in, in the stream, and I, I know it's about to get ugly, but. Killian Mbappe turns down seven hundred million dollars to play one season in the Saudi League. And I asked Marlo this offline. If I was to turn down seven hundred million dollars for one season to go play in the league, he here now, Marlo, what would you do if I turned down seven hundred million dollars to play first? I said, I will ask the simple question, why did you do it? And your reason would have to be that cut and dry and bona fide legit for the conversation not to go left. So, I mean, you know what you, a year is 365 days. 
that ain't even how long you got to be over there. You just got to be over there for the soccer season. So you telling me you're going to turn down 700 and se- it was the contract was for 1.2 billion because he has to be bought out of his current contract yeah. in the league. But his take home pay was going to be $776 million. First of all, you can't call me and tell me that you didn't take $776 million for nothing. Like, first of all, you better already have it. Like, how you going to call me and tell me that? For one year? Okay, here's the question, though. How much is he making in the other league? Uh, he was making what 50 million a season cp that ain't even that has no bearing on this situation i mean i, I had to ask the question you know and 70 you know, those type of things are important million dollars you know he, he turned one down year work. 700 mil for 50 mil you know gotta make that make sense and and, and I'm, I'm struggling to find sense Ain't no sense. You know what I'm so saying? So like, you know, we got to look at the context. You know, we turned down 700 mil, but what was the the alternative? The alternative is five percent of that. I don't know, dog. I think you made the wrong move. But you know, that's your call, not mine. I just saying I would have made a difference. And I want to be clear here. I want to be clear here. If it's a political thing, you can take $760 million and do something good with it. You could buy probably half of Saudi Arabia for seven. If that's your stance, oh, I got a political stance. I'm putting all of them out of work for $700 million. You, There's no viable explanation to turn down that kind of money for one year work. Like the, the goal in what you do is to be fruitful in your earnings for the skill set you have. That's the goal. It might it might be a pride thing though. The side feel like they can buy people. <laughs> you know? And you know, for some people that might not sit well, you know. You you right. You know, when it you start could, looking at your morals as a person, yeah, you could you could you could accept the contract and use it for good, but at the beginning it's gonna look like you're selling your soul. Man, you know what I could do with the people who would look at me like I'm selling my soul for seven hundred. I will take an ad out in a paper every day for the entirety of their comments and say, fuck you, every day. Front page on every newspaper that I could possibly influence, it would be a big fuck you. <laughs> That's what I would say every day. That would be breaking news every day, all day. Fuck you. And if you got a comment about it, book you. 
Oh, wow. Um, you win $700 million. You have won. There is nothing your kids, kids, kids will never spend that money. Right. Like, that's generational change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. $700 million is more money than probably 80% of the economies of the nations on this planet. Yeah. Like, that can't make sense to me. How can you, man, please. <laughs> they just better be glad they asked me to do it. What if you have another <laughs> offer that we just don't know about? If he had another offer that was comparable to this one, believe you me, we would have known about it. Real Madrid, $55 million is, I believe, the offer that's on the table right now. $55 million. I'd be in there backhanding the shit out of somebody. <coughs> but to me, it seems like uh, be, yeah, there, 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 there has to be some hidden, some hidden issues with it. They have to. Yeah, the hidden issue is he ain't got he ain't got a friend like me. <laughs> Cause we gonna have to I mean, square I'm up sure every day for that whole year. Tell him that he should have Selling his soul. Like that's what, but that's, what, that, but that's what I'm saying. Ain't every player that has signed a contract, they've been bought. It's every free. one of them. When, when, when you want to leave a team and you still have a contract, don't they buy out your contract? You know, you, you, you start, have to buy yourself out of a contract. You start, you start Hold on. It's one year. What you're talking about. One year. You know, mm, I don't know. Selling your soul. That's the dumbest fucking shit I've ever heard in my life. You gotta see it with your third eye. Oh my god. <laughs> For 700 million, you can have you can have peripherals. You can have artificial intelligent eyes around this motherfucker. For 700 million. I'm, you know I, what? Here, here's a better question. Here's a better question. Because we 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 thinking selfishly. ISTP first. Wait, let me finish. Let me finish. His great grandmama should slap the shit out of him for turning that. But hold on, wait. I'm gonna pose a very, very good question. TP, can you tell your wife you turned down seven hundred million dollars? I'll be divorced by Monday. (laughs) Bruh. I'm Marlo. He told one person. He probably told one person that he turned down seven hundred million dollars, and this shit is all people can talk about. Let alone telling somebody you laying this to every day. I mean, I've I, I heard the saying, "All money ain't good money." I've definitely heard that. But, but I also heard they talking about that street money. Seven hundred million dollars. 
your family lineage. You change everything. Everything. You know, and it's not like they're asking him to go shoot up a school or go do something illegal. They're just paying him to play a sport that he plays for a living. For a living that he's so going to do anyway. So there has to be anyway. something deeper within that, within the the relationship that his country, him personally, have with Saudi Arabia. Now, this, if if there's a long-standing rivalry between the country that he's native to and the Saudi Arabians, I could understand. You know, because it's not you won't only be selling your soul; you'll be selling your patriotism to your own country it's like you're going against your own country you're going against your own family by accepting this contract so there has to be something deeper within that it ain't just oh they they trying to pay they trying to buy me out over here mm-hmm. and they feel like they can do it if they do a lot of money there has to be something deeper mm-hmm. like if we, like, like, like if that that's like going back in time and the the germans saying, oh, we're going to offer this Jew $700 million. And the Jew like, no, y'all just killed 10 million of my brothers and sisters. I'm not doing nothing for y'all. You know what I'm saying? There has to be a deep, there has to be a deeper moral standing within that. It ain't just them offering a contract and him turning it down. There is something deeper there. And I don't think we know all the answers to those questions. I hear you. So, but if he took seven hundred million dollars back to the country where he he's from and spent that money or built schools or did something to better that country, I think that they would be much more of that stance saying, No, no, I'm not gonna do it because I'm a patriot. Like it's is it's apples, not oranges. I can see that though. As a businessman, as a businessman, you have to, you can't throw out the baby because the bath water dirty. Like you, I don't understand people who who say principles and morals, but you get up every day and go to a job that was built by by slaves. This whole country was built by slaves. Like if you you want to make a, a moral stance, don't go to work and grow your own food. We ain't doing that. Show them. Yeah, we ain't doing that. Don't go. Don't ever go into another department store again. Yeah. Don't ever buy something made of cotton. Like if you want to, if you want to talk about morals and principles. But there, but there, there is a place where we draw the line. There is a place. There you is, and, and that, there that, always that, should be. Person, as a person who served in the military, I was faced with racism while I was in. Yes, sir. That and that and that's where I and that's where I draw the line. Like, look, I understand that this country was built by slaves, but I'm also native to this country. I was born here, I was raised here, and I'm fighting for the stars and stripes because that's what I chose to do. Yeah, absolutely. And I stand by my decision, and I stand by everything I did. But once I was in, what you're not going to do is treat me like a second-class citizen. You're going to put some respect on my name, and we ain't going to have no <coughs> But if you do come to me with disrespect, just know that all disrespect is met with malice. 
This one said that. And I let hey, as long as we clear on that, hey, we good to go. Yeah, I'm, and, 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 and you know what? Like I said, this is um, I knew this was gonna be something because I'm, I'm gonna just put this out there and, and we're gonna move along. Um, <clears throat> it's a golfer by the name of Rory McIlroy <laughs> who was offered a billion dollars by these same people to come join their LIV golf tour, and he fell for the banana in the tailpipe. And he was like, no, nah, I'm going to stand on principle. I'm and then the PGA me. merged with the LIV. And he won Bill Lent. Yo, Yes, your principles, got, as long as you can deal with the repercussions, hey, more power to you. Hey, look, in life, when you make a decision, the only thing you can do is stand by it. That's it. The only thing you can do is stand by it because an uneasy man is untrustworthy in all his ways. So if you're not standing by what you're doing, you're not to be trusted. You know, make your decisions as a man and you stand by it. That's bottom line. Bottom line. But, well, but we, we, just for y'all to know, if y'all turn down 700 million, don't tell me. Just keep that shit a secret. <laughs> that is something that 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 will hurt my spirit. That will. I will roast your ass as long as it takes somebody to spend seven hundred million dollars, which is. <laughs> <laughs> you will get roasted forever. <laughs> Don't ask me for no money. Don't let me find out you broke. I'm on your ass. Oh shit! Oh damn, man! Remember when you turned out that seven hundred million? You wouldn't be broke now, would you? I bet you. I bet you wouldn't do it now, huh? <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Oh okay. On a more serious note, Bronny James is doing well after his cardi cardiac event. For those who don't know. Um, getting ready for the upcoming season. He's been working out at USC and he had a cardiac event. <clears throat> um, apparently, he's the second player at USC to have such a cardiac event. And one of the physicians that they had on CNN had explained that when you have basketball players who are longer, have more connective tissue, their parts have to work um, extra hard. So it is not a long-term thing if they suffer one of these events. It is just something that they just have to monitor. Um, and they had staff in place, all the right equipment in place. And he's coming out well. He, um, LeBron tweeted, everybody's fine. So let's just, again, keep him in our prayers. Hope everything goes well. That, that broke my heart. That broke yeah. my heart. When I seen that, I, I, I felt that. 18 years old. And the mm -hmm. fear that you carry as a parent when your child is playing a sport is different than being a fan and just knowing about it. Yeah. You know, and they can save me with the, oh, it wasn't that serious. No, a heart attack before 20 years old is serious. I'm it's like, serious. I don't care how you try to slice it, we got the right 
people in place. You better have the right people in place. Your, your school is worth a billion dollars. There better be people there. Mm-hmm. So the whole is not that serious. No, it, it, it was serious. It was. It was very serious, and it needs more attention. Don't just, you know, I understand you try to sweep it under the rug and move on to the next thing, but no. It was a very serious thing. We are praying for his well-being, and we pray that this don't happen to anybody. Like, the right medical preventive care is important. You know, we like to be, we like to be reactive instead of proactive. You know, when you're proactive, you prevent things like this from happening. I'm telling you that now they're making <clears throat> kids get um uh EKGs before they start participating in um high school sport. At least here, this area. Yeah, they I know that um my son when he was playing football, he he went and got a physical, they told him the physical wasn't good enough that he had to go get an EKG and we had to pay for it if our insurance didn't cover it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's different from when we played. Yeah, I, I don't ever recall anyone mentioning anything about a heart scan or you got a physical, and it wasn't that much of an in-depth physical that we got. It, okay, cough. If you, All right, if you're in pain and discomfort. Starting, starting off in youth sports. It should be a requirement and it should be covered by all insurance. Because let me tell you, one kid dropping dead on the field or on the court is too many. Too many. That's too many. One is too many. We, um, for those of us, I know if they have an involved heart, if they have any complications that can occur from overexertion. You know? Because we, we have to be proactive instead of being reactive. Because a lot of times when you're reactive, it may be too late. We, uh, <clears throat> for those of us that are old enough to remember, Hank Gathers um, collapsing and passing away. It was, at that time, unheard of. It was just unheard of that a player would collapse. You know, everything's fine. He, you know, couple weeks working out making sure he was okay he goes back out collapses again and dies and we're in the age of we're not our parents we're not tough through it is hey something going on all right hold on let's check let's make sure everything okay you know Florida State has had a kid go through the exact same thing so we just as parents we got to be proactive and should everything you know what screw that we have to be proactive in, hey, as our children are getting getting recruited, what are your medical plans in place in case these things happen? These are questions that need to be asked outside of the NIL money, outside of all the other stuff. We need to know what's being asked, uh, what's being done. And I, and I, think, so. that, I think that goes hand in hand with the availability of the technology that we have today versus you know, 20, 30 years ago. You have the technology. Use it. Yeah. Use it. I agree. Well, TP, 
I I I knew this topic was going to be controversial. But Baker Mayfield says he knows what he is capable of. We do too. And according to reports, he is right now, even though the head coach says that they're going to wait till preseason to decide who is the starting quarterback, there are there's word coming out of early camp that Baker Mayfield is starting to be the guy. Uh, um, I just need to know. <laughs> Can Baker Mayfield lead the Bucks to the playoffs? Can he? Absolutely. That division is terrible. And that's the only reason. Is Wayne Brady going to have to choke a bitch? Tomorrow. Is- this is my feelings right now. This Tell me is, that ain't we were just talking about the you know, Bronny James and how the kids need to take better care of themselves and we have to do better, you know, with protecting the children from heart attacks and things of that nature. We even got a little lighthearted with the 700 million turned down. And then this mofo want to bring up some gosh darn Baker, <coughs> I said it once. It's a relevant conversation. I said it once. I'm gonna say it again. Kyle Trask is my starting quarterback. Now, I ain't Kyle Trask, Trask is, is, is a second round quarterback who's still under his rookie contract. And he will be our starting quarterback. You say your starting quarterback. We talk about the Buccaneers starting quarterback. Exactly. That's starting That's, quarterback. I'm, I'm speaking for him. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, y'all thought I was just talking about me. No, it's the whole organization. Yeah. You know, people have know to speak. They can make feel. They can eight million dollars. Yeah, so you, know, so you know people back doors in the front office. Huh? So you know people back doors in the front office. I, man, look, I don't want no problems. Like, so before, so, be, so before the end, we're going to do the training camp, what, three days? I'm going Tuesday. <coughs> I'll be there Tuesday. training camp three days. We ain't played one preseason game. And they ain't, and they saying right now, Cal Trask is beating out Baker Mayfield for yeah. the starting job. They want him all the smoke. Yeah, yeah. I call Cap. I call Cap. When we when we get to the regular season, and number two is suiting up, had a helmet on. That's all I'm saying. But this is one of those TV competitions where we're not trying to find out who the best. They're trying to find out who's not the worst. <laughs> no, they're trying to find out who the best. Because who, Baker Mayfield's body work is evident. And let me tell you what's going to keep whoever they choose on the field. Lack of turnovers. Whoever don't go out there and turn the ball over, that's who's going to be starting. Well, we know that ain't Baker Mayfield. We know that ain't Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is notorious for giving the team the other team the ball. So even if he does start day one, 
He's gonna play. He's gonna play that same defense and throw three picks, and it's gonna be entry Kyle Trash into the game in the third quarter. Buccaneers down twenty-seven to three. Oh no God. TP. That ain't that ain't gonna be what it is. What it's gonna be is is Kyle Trash throws or Baker Mayfield throws three interceptions. Hey, there's a guy climbing over the wall. No, uh, that yeah, y'all would be y'all would be two interceptions late. <laughs> you like, know what the narrative going to be? Oh my bear! I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you one of the play calls you're gonna hear from the broadcast. Baker Mayfield forced the pass into Mike Evans and is innocent. It's gonna be TP. I'm going to train. It's gonna be week six on the 31st, and I do not need to go there with this on my heart. You think because you're right there with him? Like I don't. Yeah, I don't need that on my heart. Let me let me tell you. If if Kyle Trask is actually the better quarterback, but make but Baker Mayfield starts. And he lasts until week six. It's time to start rebuilding. They're going to start shipping players out, accumulating draft picks, trying to get some capital, trying to clear cap space. Because if Baker Mayfield folds like he has in the past, he's made it up. You know, he said he didn't have the help he needed in, in Cleveland when he got hurt. Oh, oh, baby, got hurt. Odell Odell Baker got hurt. Then he went to Carolina and he said that they gutted the roster before he got there and he never had a chance. Oh, poor baby. And then he went to to L.A. with Sean McVay. He had one good game and then returned to his unimpressive self and had a horrible rest of the season and they let him go. If Baker Mayfield was even close to being a starting quarterback, Sean McVay would have kept him as a backup because Matthew Stafford is getting older. Matthew Stafford is what, 34? 33? Yeah, somewhere around there. So, you know, looking at it, if Baker Mayfield was an actually talented quarterback, this intelligent coach in Sean McVay Quarterback whisperer would have kept him. You, That's all you, I'm saying. You, you validate my point. You 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 saying all the good stuff, <clears throat> but what y'all ain't saying is, oh, Kyle if, Baker, if Baker Mayfield was that heads and tails better than the other quarterbacks the Bucks got, he would have gotten way more than. Quarterback minimum signing for signing with the Bucks. That was his only choice. Mm-hmm. Who else was going to bring him in? Oh, by the way, um, Matthew Stafford is thirty-five. Thirty-five. <coughs> you know what? Ain't no quarterback controversy. It wouldn't have been no. The Red Eyes. Oh my God! This dude. Don't do that. Our quarterback better than all the quarterbacks on the Bucks roster. Really? What's your what's your proof? Hold on. What's your proof? Points out Jimmy B. Aaron Rodgers. 
Are you serious? You gonna count twice? Yeah, I'm counting both of them games. Oh my god! Both of them. How many touchdowns he scored? It don't matter. He won, did he? He ain't win shit. He better thank God they run. Did they win the game? That's very subjective. This guy. How many? Seasons, I don't know why you doing this. How many seasons has porn star Diddy <clears throat> finished? I don't know, but he need to finish this one. Wow. Because I would hate to see. Listen, McDaniels don't want to see me in the airport in Vegas. First of all, them is some. He couldn't stay healthy <clears throat> enough with the you, weapons that right. he had on that team. The Raiders, the Raiders have one chance at winning a playoff game. One chance. That's, you know, we got to sign our back. You're running back. We got to get out of Vegas right now. <clears throat> the only chance is if they play the Jets. Because poor star Jimmy don't give a fuck about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> and I, that's the first round matchup I want. The first round matchup I want. <laughs> that's the only chance. But if the Raiders play any other playoff team, it's an L. I don't think you want that matchup, man. Because the Jets defense is something different. Well, I don't. The Jets defense. Can we run the ball? Made the team better. But the Jets can we run the ball? This is improved, actually. I don't know. Bro, you ain't asking for them kind of problems. First of all, we just beat the Jets. Isn't even on it, even signed yet. Hold on. So first off, you know I know he coming in. It might not be to the Thursday before week one, but he gonna beat her. Says who? Let's acknowledge that. Saquon Barkley. He's not sitting out the whole season. Signed the deal for for ten point one million, with potentially he can make two more million dollars. It could potentially be a twelve. He basically signed a. He just basically signed a franchise tag. They just front loaded the money. They guarantee they would don't guarantee the franchise tag anyway. <laughs> it was just for you. The franchise tag is guaranteed. This is my this all is the franchise guaranteed. money is guaranteed. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. Former 49ers quarterback. Hey, Troy, you know why do you call him porn star Jimmy? <laughs> because he dates porn stars. Had he not dated a porn star in San Francisco, he would not have had that nickname. And now he invades. But they just running around everywhere. As long as he stay focused on football, I don't care. Yeah. You know, every sports team that is in Vegas is doing good. Everyone but the Raiders. The Raiders. We're fine. We're going to be fine. The Aces are doing their thing. Like, they, every team in the end, they finna get the Oakland A's. They going to Vegas. The Las Vegas Golden Knights made the, the Stanley Cup in their first season. Yeah. I don't, I don't see how this is relevant to this football topic, though. I just feel like y'all just want to take shots at my team. About, take shots at my team. He's talking about wins. And the fact that I'm getting say Jimmy Garoppolo was healthy, and that is good news for the Raiders. I agree. It is. 
you have a healthy quarterback. I don't care what team, I don't care mm-hmm. who your quarterback is. If your quarterback is healthy, it's good news. The last thing you want is going to a game opener with a quarterback not healthy, i.e. Cincinnati Bengals. Who, who, who is the backup <coughs> in L- in uh, uh, Vegas? Cause that's it don't matter. It does because that is – he is not going to finish the season. So he needs to learn as much as he as the the backup needs to learn as much as he possibly can, as much as he possibly can, because he gonna be in the game soon. Why you come on? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where's your ill will on me? Because backup Mayfield gonna be your starting quarterback. Don't do my team like that because you having a bad day. Well, at least he might finish the season. <laughs> we know Garoppolo ain't. No, no, he ain't. Cause we gonna run the ball twenty six times a game. With who? It don't matter. We need Jimmy at the end of the season. It don't matter. Um, Zeus. What's the dude name? Zeus. Thought that was a rather interesting name. Well, he better hope Zeus empowers him, cause. When you, if you're running back, running behind a line that sucks, it's not good. I don't care how many times you run the ball game. You know, the, the level of disrespect and hate right now. There's no hate. For my Raiders. I don't know what. Oh, no, it's hate. What it's is, hate. Where it is, is most definitely hate. And what I'm saying. It is most definitely hate. Where is the lie in what I'm saying? And it's not. There is no lie. Like if you go back and look at their their career, J- Jimmy, he was a backup. Then he became a starter. Then they benched him from being a starter because they wanted the new the new blood. Then he got hurt for the season, so they had to play him. Then he gets hurt, loses his job, and gets traded. Shipped off. Because now first off, good. First off, he got injured. He didn't lose his job. He got injured. Uh, In the offseason, they traded him. That's that's losing your job. If you are no longer with the team that you was a starting quarterback, they moved on. That's okay. <laughs> that is completely okay. And your team just so happens to not want the quarterback that sucks there anymore. So they need to find somebody who was a starter who can come in and at least manage a game. We got Jimmy. Come on over here, Jimmy. You acting like y'all just won the lottery. Y'all have Jimmy. What was I? Listen. Listen. We have competent quarterbacks. Did we have a better quarterback last year? Yes, we did. Our issue is the head coach. When you got a bell cow back and you decide that you're going to go against the Houston squad and not throw the football. Wait, 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 wait. You act like you just want to gloss over what you just said. You said y'all had a better quarterback last year and y'all shipped them away. Y'all sent him down the road. 
He ain't on the team. We did. Team, but he was better you than the, the guy y'all brought in. And how many wins y'all had last year? We 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 not we not saying that Derek Carr is better than anybody. I'm sorry. That's what he said. Derek Carr is most definitely better than Paul Stockton. He's definitely better. You know what? We should move on. We not gonna do it. We should move on. Joe Burrow oh, had a calf injury today in practice. Um, the severity. We keep getting mixed views on the severity of his injury. I don't know, but. If y'all talk about the Bucks and the Raiders being in trouble at the beginning of the season, if Cincinnati does not have Joe Burrow at the beginning of the season with a revamped Raiders, I mean Ravens squad, they in trouble. You had like the Ravens the only <laughs> they team that's gonna give them a problem. Go Texas. Texas just became a playoff team. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I don't even but, 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 but on a serious note, on a serious note, we don't know how severe it is, right? Whenever I've seen non-contact injuries in preseason, in training camp, that man didn't play the rest of the year. Non-contact injuries seem to be worse than contact injuries. Mm-hmm. And they could just be telling us it's a calf, but in actuality, it's me. We don't know. We do not know. We don't know. They're going to wrap. Anybody uh, who get hurt in, in preseason, especially ones that's trying to fight for a team, Joe ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> he ain't worried about his spot. He locked in. Like, he is one of them quarterbacks that can get hurt, and he coming back and being a starter. Unlike, yeah, he just signed his contract, didn't he? Unlike. Oh, no, that's um. Unlike. If he in their front office that is finding these damn people they are doing yeoman's work because you can't just keep getting people that super fast with hands um like this is crazy so since we, we talking about quarterback and i know it's a little off topic <clears throat> so two is in miami and Tyreek Hill talking about 2,000 yards. He had 1,700 last year with me and Marlo playing quarterback down the stretch. Um, can Tyreek realistically get 2,000? 2,000. Yes. 
Realistically? Fuck no. Hell yeah. Fuck no. With Jalen Water on the other side, they would have to throw the ball for 400 yards a game. And they they are capable. If they throw the ball for 400 yards a game, two are not going to make it. Right. If two is throwing 30 times a game, he ain't going to make it. But how many chunk plays do each one of them guys have a game? It's not going to be the chunk play. It's going to be the play that he throw the ball away and he end up on his shins. This man is one concussion away from the end of his career. One concussion. He just one hard hit. He ain't even got to get concussed. It's just one. This dude, he one of them. He one of them kids that they should have taught how to fall. That's the craziest thing to me in the world. He does not know how to fall. Like you, anybody who falls will protect themselves, especially your head. He falls, and his arms are like it. It has me baffled. How do you fall so awkwardly as a professional quarterback? How do you how do you put yourself? You already know if you take a hard hit, chances are you're gonna get a concussion. Why take a hit? Like I'm this is the craziest thing to me. I watch you can say what you want to about Tom Brady. Have you ever? Seen Tom Brady get squared up. <clears throat> like he paid. You know what? He played in the league for 20 years. You probably can count. Fuck Tom Brady. You could probably count on your hand how many times somebody squared up on him. He does not take that hit. I'm trying to figure out <clears throat> for the life of me. I see you know you can't join us during the podcast. Um, I'm trying to figure out for the life of me. You played from, let's just assume he just didn't play literally. Let's assume he played high school football. So you played six years from high school <clears throat> to college. Let's add in another year because, you know, it's 707 and all of that stuff. And you don't know how to fall. What do we, come on, man. You don't know how to fall? That's, that's that's crazy. Yeah, that, that's yeah, absolutely that crazy. It could be an equipment issue, you know. <laughs> if, you try, if you have them sharp, them sharp ass boots, you know it's it's, it's fresh. They're not even worn in. You know what I'm saying? You make a wrong step with those, they get stuck. And the insult to injury, you talk about. Just to insult the injury, <clears throat> Jalen Ramsey goes down with a knee injury, which may make him miss the first part of the regular season. <clears throat> the ACL is intact. Just might be some MCL stuff, whatever. Couple months. But that's another team. They can't lose the first four games. Can't lose the first. They are in a death match. They mess around. They'll fall behind the wheel. Go Texans. All this is good news to me. Everybody's misfortune is the Texans. <laughs> the Texans' fortune. 
KP said. What? Wait, wait a minute. <clears throat> what am I talking about? Not only are the Texans going to get in the playoffs, the Raiders going to get in the playoffs. Because we know for sure. Whoa. We absolutely know for sure. Whoa. That Mr. Neighbor Lady, it ain't going to get it done, even with Sean Payton. Whoa. And Joe Burrow, yeah, I mean, not Joe Burrow. Um, what's the boy in San Francisco? I mean, San Diego, L.A. Hey, teams, can y'all fit moving? Hubert. Yeah. Herbert. Herbert. Yeah, that guy. I don't I don't think he's everything he's cracked up to do. <clears throat> I just, I don't think that's it. But, you know. It is what it is. Uh, Buda Baker asked for a trade at the end of the season because he felt like the team, especially after they um, <clears throat> let DeAndre Hopkins go, he was just like, I'm out. I ain't in for no rebuild. He wanted out. Well, maybe not. Because Arizona could not trade him, so they gave him some more money to make him the highest pay safety in the league. Now we can talk about selling your soul. Like, you're going to tell somebody you don't want to play for them? I want out. Okay, we'll give you a little more money. All right, I want back in. Miss me. Well, I mean... Arizona in trouble. They in trouble. trouble. Arizona in trouble. Yeah. And will that quarterback be healthy to start the season? Oh, 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 that's Mrs. T P. Okay. Mrs. TV um, taking the little guy. Mm-mm. Oh, she gave. Oh, <laughs> she gave him a bottle. <laughs> oh. Teamwork made the dream work. For real. For real. <laughs> you back. But look, check this out, man. The Cardinals fucked up when they thought a five-seven quarterback was gonna take them to the front <laughs> and not give that man no offensive line. That was the issue. You can't expect this dude to run around for his life every play and you be successful. I understand he run a four-three. I understand he has a cannon for arm. He's a very intelligent quarterback. At the end of the day, physics is the issue. Science, people. This is science. It was never going to work. Yeah. You can't have the time to talk trying to toss balls in the middle of the field. It's not going to ever work. And then insult the injury. They run around and insinuating that he don't read a playbook. Oh, oh no, it's, it's never going to work. <clears throat> it's never going to work. He read the playbook now. He ain't got nothing else to do. He injured. Is it? He didn't. Oh man! He got no choice. 
doesn't matter though. That roster is not built for success. No, that roster is just they in rebuild. They stacking draft picks. That is what they doing. Everybody around here gonna drive me some franchise. Yeah. Hey everybody, E button. All right, so it's that time. Y'all seen me on Twitter. I've been waiting on this all week. It's about time to have some HBCU talk. Because if you know me, I went to Florida State. I'm a Florida State fan. However, through association, I am a fan you rap. Through and through. And on Twitter, it get kind of rough in the Twitter streets. It did. I ain't even gonna lie. But a couple things happened this week. <clears throat> Sweat Media Day. <laughs> and Shout out to Southern's coach. That man has a style unlike anybody else. I've never seen a man wear a Gucci suit head to toe, suited and booted. Absolutely, I just was just like, hey, do do it big. Um. You know what he so said. So Hugh Jack. What's that? You know what he said when he showed up. See the difference between me and you. I make this look good. <laughs> For real. Uh Hugh Jack Hugh Jackson. Is that Hugh Jackson? Um Grambling State head coach showed up in a uh, red and black ensemble. It was it was most definitely the Stacey Adams and the Ferragamos that was at that media day let me know my people was in the building. This wasn't no ordinary media day. This wasn't no ACC media day. This wasn't no Pac-12 media day. This was most definitely a black fashion show for the ages. And you know what? No, we ain't going to do it like that. We're going to do it like this. So what you telling me is it was Easter Sunday, and they brought out their Sunday best. They Sunday best, and they was not playing, absolutely not playing. And I just, I was like, I watched the whole thing. It ain't often, and I was working, but I was able to watch and listen two hours of media, and a couple takeaways. <clears throat> Is national black national championships important or winning the sweat is important? Because there are schools, FAMU, Grambling State, that was concerned, maybe even Southern to an extent, to a lesser extent, that was concerned about winning black national championships, i.e., the celebration bowl. There's this other school, them the people. And if you don't know who them V people is, 
It's Jackson State. The Jackson State. And I understand it's it's part of your your song or whatever and you love the that's all well and fine. But I ain't gonna forget the Norbert outfit. That ain't gonna never be forgotten. So y'all gonna be them B people for here until I go to my grave. That being said, I hold grudges on. That being said, is winning the swag more important than winning the celebration bowl? I'm saying in should uh, let me rephrase that should winning the sweat be prioritized over winning the celebration bowl? Like, if you get if you get to yeah, that's my thing. If you get to the to the championship game to say that you are the best HBCU in the land in a thing. Yes, winning that game is important. So I don't understand how how people would say winning the swag is more important than that. Because if you win the swag, then you automatically get to play in that game. Right. You can't make it to that game without winning the swag, or at least competing <coughs> in the swag championship. That's like asking a team in the SEC is it more important to win the SEC championship or the national championship? Because we all know that whoever wins the SEC is going to be in the playoffs. And outside of that, your chances drop dramatically if you don't if you're not even playing in the SEC championship game. You know? But maybe into the SEC championship game means you're going to you're going to the playoffs. That's bottom line. Yeah. There has not been a playoff. Since the playoff system was implicated, that the SEC team was not in. So, <clears throat> well, priority, people, I just, you know, <laughs> when when Jackson State fans and HBU fans, HBCU fans talk trash to me, understand every time I'm going to post the number of Black National Championships. That Tennessee State, Grammar State, and Van you have. Those are the blue bloods of HBCU. Tennessee State just ain't compete no more because they're in that Missouri Valley West uh, Missouri Valley Conference. Um, everybody else, what, what we talking about? Now, out of that conversation came a very interesting conversation because Hampton. And North Carolina A&T are in the Colonial or the Coastal Athletic Conference, which is a conference full of white schools. <clears throat> All of your other Blue Bloods outside of Tennessee State are in the MEAC and are in the SWAC. Well, really the SWAC. The MEAC got North Carolina Central. They feel like they run the things now. But. Well, I don't, think, I don't think it's fair to call them white. We don't have segregation anymore. They segregated. They have black bears, just not, you know, on the historical black college. Yeah, but if you, TP, if you finishing, if you if you go, if you making your business, you go to a white FCS conference, 
And you finishing sixth, ninth. They got Hampton scheduled to be dead last. They got North Carolina A&T scheduled to or predicted to be 10th. You can't talk about, oh, well, we play North Carolina Central, and if we beat them, we got – no, 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 no. That ain't how that works. So this is how this works. Since you decided that you're going to go over there and play with them people, you know the rule. You got to be 10 times better than them to get one-time credit. You can't be 10th, 11th in the conference talking about, oh, we the best black college. Because <laughs> you ain't got enough head-to-heads to even compare. That being said, if you win the Coastal, get into the NCAA tournament, and you make a serious run, I ain't talking about no first-round loss. I'm talking about like you get to the semifinals, and you make a serious run, then we got to sit there and go, okay, well, maybe we can consider them national champions. But that's the conversation. That's not automatic. You're not automatically being nothing. Put this dude in the put Let's put this dude in put on. He didn't put on something. I can't see. Let me see. Oh, he got a cigar. Oh, he went. You know what? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not doing this right now. Um, cigar point, whatever. Um, but that's that's my thing. Like, as much as I praise Tennessee State, if Tennessee State not winning the NBC is not in the NCAA tournament to the, the semifinals, what are we talking about? Y'all, there's no Black National Championship to talk about. You you want to beat the best? You want to beat the best? You got to beat the best. <laughs> I just find it funny how teams go and they want to talk about other things other than winning the big games. Oh, yeah, we won the conference. Oh, yeah, we you won the conference, but you lost the black championship two years in a row. Like you, you go into this game undefeated, and they mollywop you. Like your kids ain't played all season. And then, for 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 doing that, you get a job or get a promotion, and go to a D one school with a bigger budget, bigger payday for you. And now, it's it's almost like the water boy movie you know when the dude in the stand says oh we suck again that's jackson state yeah they're gonna be in the stands oh we suck again and they, and they mean it <laughs> Dion left and took the talent he just leave the school they went with him. So the new the you new regime. A lot of exits. A lot of kids that were already at Colorado hit the portal. Hit the portal. Because they have no spots. There was an exodus in and out of Colorado with the hiring of Deontay. You know, oh. This ain't this ain't me talking shit. This is fact. You know, numbers don't lie. 
There was a plethora of kids. They hit the transfer portal the moment he signed to leave. And there was a plethora of players that that they hit the they hit the button to go there. You know? Yeah. And in today's NCAA, we have the ability to move players around like this is pro sport. They get paid. It was you easy know, for them kids. Changing, yeah, like we, we, we're seeing the changing of a, of a landscape. Because I remember back in the day, if you transferred, you didn't even play the next season. Unless you transfer from a, a, a 1AA or lower school to a D1 school. Exactly. But going D1 to D1, you, you had to sit you out. You had to sit out a year. But that's no longer the case, and you get paid. So now... Players are getting poached. Yeah. Literally. You know? And 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 what's his name? Lane Kiffin? You know, speaking about the the disarray that the NCAA is in. I don't think he has a right to say anything because he has taken part in buying players and trying to use the NIL deal to his benefit. But he wasn't wrong either. No. He wasn't wrong. He would have been behind the curve if he didn't. Yeah, there has to be more red tape involved with this, you know, not to limit the amount of money the kids get, but to limit the amount of influence each school can have on taking players from another school. There has to be penalties involved or, you know, certain sanctions to where if you get paid by this school, you're under contract, you know? You can't just decide, oh, I don't like this school and this other school is offering me more money. So I'm going to leave and go here because it's not an actual contract. It's like a verbal agreement right now. And that's not how it should be. It should be an actual contract. Call it what it is. If you're going to pay them, there should be a contract. Like you work as a, you, you, own, you own a contracting company. When you go do a job, there is a contract that say I'm going to get paid this much yeah. for this job and the duration of that job. And have to finish it. And have to finish it. <clears throat> and if you don't finish it by the by, by, by the deadline, there are certain penalties that may be included. That's like a player not finishing his contract with a school. There are penalties. You have to pay some of that money back, son. Let me introduce you to life. Y'all know. So, fans, while we're on this podcast, for some reason, ESPN like <clears throat> like to throw chum in the water to see if Troy just gonna lose his absolute mind. And I, you know, I'm getting mature, maturer as we do this podcast. And So I've been very vocal about Florida State probably leaving the ACC very soon. Yeah. Um, the ACC commissioner just announced that the ACC is continuing to look to expand. But they just don't see the value in it. All right. Um, so we we'll go back to 
last year, was it last year or the year before, where the ACC and the Pac-12 signed a compact not to poach each other's um, teams. Well, Pac-12 already lost. They already lost Colorado to the Big 12. And Oregon State and Washington are just pretty much like, well, we need something to do. And all this happened because that TV deal didn't land the way it was supposed to. So now the ACC commissioner talking about, well, we just don't see the value in expansion. You don't. The reason you don't see the value in expansion is because you're not going to get a team in one of the major TV markets, Texas, New York area. You're not getting one of those. You're not getting anybody in L.A. because the Athletic Coast Conference, that makes no sense to have somebody way over there. So now that makes sense. You, at some point, are going to have to give up. Y'all going to have to give up Florida State. Or Florida State is going to make y'all give up. One or the other. state to go and it's only unless they create their only it's only one place to go and that's the ACC point blank period that's the only place for them to go the SEC is the only place if they're not going to create their own conference it's the SEC your school is built like an SEC school. You recruit like an SEC school. You are in an SEC state. It is time. Oh, we don't coach like it, but I don't want to start that because you know me and FSU alumni group is getting along right now. So we ain't kicked off yet. It's you know we we all good. I'll be out the alumni group by October. So I'm gonna enjoy my time in the alumni group. And, and, and be respectful. But um, I'm going to get back to the swag for a quick little moment, TP. I had every intention this week of breaking down the swag prediction of Finch, right? That was, that was my goal. I was going to sit here and say, hey, this is what I think the swag is going to look like. 
and I was going through rosters and players and all this other stuff. I end up running into this that that school in Daytona. And if you don't know, that school in Daytona has signed everybody in the transfer for. I don't know who gonna be their starting quarterback. They left tackle. Like they signed everybody. And they got mad at me when I said they called everybody from the labor pool. But that's what they did. And I understand they need needed players. Especially after that whole debacle when they attempted to hire that that hurricane and he went on live and wanted to disparage the school and all of that. I understand they went through all of that. But they signed a whole new team before spring camp and they just signed a quarterback like two weeks ago. So I do not have a fully informed prediction of finish in the East because of Bethune and I am not putting my name on any prediction other than fam you going to the celebration that's it that's all I got because Cookman could mess around and win all their games going into October because nobody got no tape on their team it's this. <laughs> They they're not gonna win. They're not gonna win every game going in. They still gotta play Alabama State, Alabama A and M. They still got like they gotta play some teams that have developed their squad. Like you can't. It is it is a rarity to get players coming into a system. And everything works in that system with these players. That's why they say you have to build your system. They, they're not building no system. They're just going to get some players that's probably better than the ones they had. But it's still Bethune. I mean, let me tell you uh, something about football. Football isn't one of those sports you can just play. Every system ain't for everybody. And when you just start throwing people at a system, what you're going to start doing is destroying careers because you're basically saying, hey, this is how we play. Get in there and do it. And then when they don't do it, they look bad. They're not recruiting to their team. They're just grabbing whoever they can and seeing what fits. And as we know, there's always growing pain or a learning curve when it comes to a new offensive defense. Well, in college football, you don't even that long to have growing pain. You do this whole game, your season is starting to look very dire. You know, you lose your own folks. No, 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 man. Y'all looking for the next year. You know, this, this ain't one of those sports where you have a lot of time to get it together. You know, basketball, college basketball, they play 30 foot games. You know, NBA, they play in 18 games, they play in 17, and they don't even have the time to sit there and try to put in place. 
those teams that we see plugging play this playoff. So, hey, kudos to them for grabbing everybody. Hey, I just sent all y'all money I should put it towards the facility. And another thing, if you're still in the transport portal and your only option is going through to Bethune Cookman, hold your, your breath. Just hold for 20 minutes. They already lost. They already lost. They're going to party and they're getting paid. Oh, my God. Like if you entered the transfer, and like there are some schools that you could have went to Jacksonville State, you could have went to anywhere, but Bethune you could you could have went to Florida Atlantic, Florida International, you could have went anywhere and played, and you chose to sign with. Bethune Cookman. First of all, I'm going to question your talent as a football player. That's what I'm going to do. I, you couldn't have been that good that that's your only choice. Hey, I all just like, is they transfer to Bethune Cookman. If, if Marlon believes in you, I believe in you. Hey, you go out there, you give it to them. Don't, 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 don't listen to Marlon. Don't listen to Marlon. Yeah, give it your best. He don't like y'all because of what y'all wearing. It ain't your heart. Oh, now the kids individually. <laughs> I, I, I love me some kids. Now I don't want, I don't want nobody to get that twisted. I love me some kids. No, but if you I choose, that's what I was saying. We don't like it, what you're wearing, not for what's in yard. If you choose to put that uniform on, I'm questioning your 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 thought process as a human being. Like you, your life decision making is not good. What if that was their only choice, Marlo? Then get your education. You need to make it about that. Be real smart. Take extra classes. Damn it, man. Football just ain't for you. If that's your only choice, then maybe you need to think about football in, in, as, a, as a total thing. Get your education involved. Yes, get your education. Let's, Make let's sure. Start, let's start there because there wasn't one player drafted from the ACC. So, so get, your education. get your education. Even though you Which can get crazy. to the league. Between there, there, and there. Which is crazy because the league has signed to freaking contracts six HBCU players to their teams. Mm. You've cut six and seven round players, signed these free agents, basically walk-ons. Isaiah Land should have been a second round pick. 
But I'm 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 gonna digress because I know this particular it's subject it's is it sounds like some people got some skills. And it also sounds like some young men's lights were changing. Mm-hmm. So my little TP, Dak has guaranteed he will throw fewer interceptions this season. He said it before. This time he made a guarantee. He just ain't gonna throw the ball. The only way he don't throw as many interceptions is if he don't throw as many passes. <laughs> so Mike McCarthy had Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback and went to the Super Bowl. And then a season and a half later, Aaron Rodgers ran him off. I don't think this is going to end well for Dak or Mike McCarthy. Um, yeah, I just I don't. This not going to go well. This is going to end badly. It's going to end badly. It started bad. When you are doing a presser. And you admit that you lied to the owner to get the job. Where is it going to go from there? Like, where where are you going to go? Where is up? (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Um, The fact that TP is relatively subdued, y'all, when it comes to that, we are going to, we are definitely going to put this off on the fact that he got the baby right now. He's trying to birth the baby because he shoots at Dak for fun. And I feel like Dak is getting the pass right now. No. You know, you know, quarterback is a quarterback when. If they throw an interception, they get mad. Or they try to chase the person down who caught it. Prescott throws an interception and be like, oh man, they caught the ball. Like, you gotta have some kind of concern and care about what you're doing with the football. That ain't him. That man... Couldn't throw a rock in Lake Superior. Standing on the bank. How about that? What's he said? Standing on a on a on a giant boat in the middle of it. Standing on the boat, he still missed. He find a way. He probably hit himself with. Now to 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 put this all in context, y'all. We. We rib people. Now he's in the league. He is probably a a a hell of an athlete and all of that. But if you are in the league to do a job, you better do that job well, or you face the consequences. And he has shown time and time again that he might do it well in the regular season, but when it comes to the playoffs. 
Well, I got I got some some more news for y'all. Um, Saquon said he signed the Giants deal after he had an epiphany. An epiphany? He said he had an epiphany. Oh wow! I couldn't even imagine what that would be. You literally got the same thing that the franchise tag was going to give you. So, he said, I can sit here and I can lie to you and be like, I wasn't disappointed. Or, I wasn't this and that or the third. That just will be a flat out lie. But I'm mature enough to understand that it's a business. Understand that deals don't get done every year. Specific to my position, we didn't get a deal done. Me and my team felt we were in we were in good faith trying to get a deal done. The Giants felt they were in good faith trying to get a deal done. That's like sometimes you don't come to an agreement. I had to come to the decision, and like I said, I had an epiphany. I had a mindset of what I was going to do. I changed my mind. I call bullshit. I call bullshit as well. Let me tell you what happened. Let me break this down for y'all. They're going to run that young man's tongue out of his mouth. Pay attention. Okay? You get franchise tags. There's a limit on if they can franchise tag you the next season. By him signing this contract, he can again get franchise tag. He guarantees that he'll make at least eleven million dollars next year if he gets franchise tag. So looking at the long game, he get eleven this year, ten next year. That's still twenty million dollars. I have to like like two way, three way, four way, twenty million dollars, twenty million dollars. Now, if he still is not signed next year, they can franchise tag him. And then they can still franchise tag him again. Mm-hmm. So he's looking at the third year, the average contract may be higher. So the franchise tag will be higher. What he's praying for is whether or not he gets a new contract, he'll still be able to take his franchise tag for $10 plus million. Dollars. Yeah. So essentially... back situation is interesting and Austin Eckler took the lead and had a zoom call without a top uh, running backs and then I was watching for some reason I was watching TikTok and I saw an episode on one of the Fox shows and TJ Husmanzada put it very succinctly Austin Eckler is to blame for the current running back issue Austin Eckler a nobody round draft pick from Western Michigan, I think it is. 
comes into the league. Um, what was the running back that was in playing for the Chargers? Who was that? Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon was looking for another long term or looking for a long term deal. Austin Eckler comes in and balls out. They then realize that they didn't have to pay him. They can do more with less. And now Austin Eckler is looking around like, hey, I'm not a guy I should get paid. No, they're not going to pay you. They're just going to find somebody else that look just like you, that run just like you, and use them up for three seasons and move on to the next. There, there isn't anybody that's going to run like Eckler. <laughs> I'm just not saying. For, not for that squad. Melvin Gordon cut his own face. Because he wasn't as productive as a running back after that. Yeah. I think he went to the Broncos and, and split carries with three other backs. And it just it was bad. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't that good of fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Didn't they give him away for a bag of chips to somebody? No, they released him. He got Five. He got five. They said, "Take your shit." <laughs> yeah. I just don't. I don't understand some of these cats. Like, that's why Jacobs ain't even in 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 Vegas right now. Because him and Eckler and. It was supposed to be Saquon and all them guys that's looking for a re-up. Yep. They were supposed to be um, showing the league that they that they matter. And Saquon was like, yeah, I hear you guys, but, you know, I'm going to do me. Just, no. And he did. And he's going to play for a bad New York team. Who hadn't addressed their, their, their um, offensive line yet. Yeah, so they they have a terrible quarterback. Their quarterback is worse than point star G. Um, I would be upset. I wouldn't sign no ten no ten million dollar deal because my quarterback is making forty, mm-hmm. and he sucks. And I think and I'm going to be a savior. Yeah. What? It is. It's going to be a very interesting football season, y'all. I um look forward to talking trash tomorrow. Cause I'm here for all the smoke. Oh well, you know the the, the beautiful thing about sports is we get this weekly thing where we just we get to talk shit and. We just get to say what we said. And so this week, I said what I said. Um, every week we do this thing, and, and we don't normally give a title to it, but I'm giving a title to it now. Um, so it's, it's that time of year. We are four podcasts away from of the football, college football. 
And I'm excited. And being a part of HBCU Twitter makes me even more excited. But there's another part of me, the garnet and gold part of me, that's a little sad. And I'm a little sad because I go on the LSU Twitter throwing rocks and bricks and, and whole boulders at their glass house. And don't know near person throw nary a stone. There I say a pebble. And so I'm left with like a hole in my heart because I'm like, I thought this was the SEC. I thought they were supposed to be so special. But I, I realized ain't no difference between LSU and Jackson State. They just all mouth. They what what are we talking about here? They ain't special. What's special about LSU? Ain't nothing special about LSU. They got Brian Kelly as a coach who came down with a fake ass accent. You know, it, I just, you know, at least Jackson State, at least they, you know, fight back a little bit. They put up a good, strong fight. Hell, even Bethune Cookman put up a little, you know, a little fight. Not much. They know they ain't going to win nothing, so they don't put up too much of a fight. But, you know, they fight back. LSU fans cannot be found. I put out a whole clip. Hashtag them. None of them said nothing. Well, y'all some old cheese and wine, vinegar-eating crowd. Y'all just, it ain't nice to say soft no more. We're in a different era. That's not nice. But y'all are definitely flaccid. Y'all are most certainly flaccid. Y'all are the most flaccid fans I have ever seen. And I can't wait till y'all come to Orlando. And get the snot kicked out. But that's all I got. I said what I said. Marlo. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Um, <laughs> fuck with Dude Cookman. Yeah, that's, that's my entire sentiment. Fuck them. Fuck the administration. Fuck them in the transfer portal. Fuck. Um, the little uh chicken place on the corner of the gas station, fuck them too, because the chicken ain't that good. Um, yeah, pretty much fuck them. Are you talking about Bethune Grill? Are you talking about yeah. Bethune? Oh my, oh, yeah, this is gonna be a clip. This is Woo. gonna be a clip. Oh, follow, come out, just shoot. So yeah, um, I'm good. Fuck them, and have a nice day. <laughs> I don't even know what just happened. Like, CJ, I, I, but, but seriously, if, if any of the kids over there need some counseling or some 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 help or life advice, don't go to Bethune Cookman. <laughs> you start to have your problems right there. The fuck is wrong with y'all? Okay. <laughs> oh. oh man. TB. <laughs> well, we 
we've reached that time of year where teams who were looking very good on paper started to not look so good. You know, we have the non-contact injury. We have the contract disputes. All I'm saying is everything bad news for every other team in the AFC, good news for the Texans. You know, I don't wish misfortune. I don't wish misfortune on anyone, but we will definitely capitalize on the opportunities presented to us by said injuries and contract disputes and failed marriages between quarterback and coach. You know, whatever we need, let's get it. Also. Longhorn country. Let's ride. It's almost that time, baby. Hey, we might be missing Bijan, but we still good. We still got Roshan. You know, we got Deshaun. But we got Roshan to lead the way. See y'all in four weeks. You know how you know the NIL is working? When you can name our players and they both, they, they end of their name is Sean. <laughs> That's how you know NIL is working. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I want to thank y'all for coming out. Thanks to everybody in the chat. Um, again, like we are here every week. We can't do it without you. Mrs. TP, since you are in the chat, by the way, your wife says she can barely hear you. Since you are in the chat, um, there is this game in Miami, and we are hoping – that TP will be able to come and join the live broadcast and like we'll just you know fly him down and if you want to come we'll fly you down too and bring kids and all and and we just all hang out and, and barbecue and and have good times in, in Miami. That that way you know TP don't come down and then like all his stuff be outside. <laughs> but again everybody thank y'all for coming out most definitely we appreciate all the fans all the love um I think, you know, I, I think we need to get a clip out tonight because, like, yeah, I think we'll call it HBCU hate and we'll we'll start Marlo on that one. That's whoo. Just. Bethune Cooking fans, I just want y'all to know um, we as a company do not disparage young me. However, Marlo is very honest about his beliefs. So take that for a grain of salt. No, they got to take it. Take it from me. Fuck them. For real. Fuck them. I, and I said it in a minute. So if they got soft skin, do better. They make better decisions in life. Don't be them people that just, you know, go along to get along. If you feel some kind of way, especially if it's a strong feeling, let people know. So I strongly and fervently, deep down in the in in the marrow of my bones, want them to know I said fuck them. So y'all have a good day. <laughs> Appreciate y'all checking us out.
And that's how we go in the street. 